Blog Talk Radio. It's the legend, the one and only, McDonald's monument to better mornings, the Egg McMuffin, made with a fresh cracked egg, and now only $2. But there's more good news. Now you can get any size hot coffee for just a buck. Yes, it's back for a limited time only. So come get your Egg McMuffin and hot coffee now on McDonald's one two three dollars menu. At participating McDonald's, a la carte only, cannot be combined with combo meals. Blog Talk Radio. Give us ears to hear today. In Jesus' name, 
Amen, 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 amen. I was talking to a brother, and we were talking about some things about the disillusionment that we as Christians sometimes face. And I say disillusion because we have sometimes and on a grand scale become disillusioned with the process of sanctification, of God being sanctified in our eyes, of God being sanctified in our midst, of God being sanctified in the midst of those that, listen, have to see the testimony of God worked out in us. That's why the Bible tells us to work out our own soul salvation. How? With fear and with trembling. I mean, you can recall as the Lord, when the Lord did not allow Moses to go into the promised land, he said, because you did not sanctify me in the sight of the people. God is not so much concerned about praying for miracles, praying for healing, praying for deliverances, as he is with being sanctified in the sight of the people. Now, what people? The people that have to see you, my brother, the people that have to see you, my sister, live out your soul salvation. Now, we're going to talk about briefly today because we don't have a lot of time. We just played a little bit of an album. We're, we're, we're very proud of the project that's still going forth. It's still on Google Play, still on iTunes, still on CD Baby. It's called Rin Your Heart, and it's by me, yours truly, Reverend Aaron Williams. You can get it on all social media outlets, and we're just excited about what the Lord is doing because the Lord is our strength. And, 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 and in that saying by itself, before we get into this, in, listen, not me, not, not you, not our efforts, not, not our flesh, not our machismo, not, not our charisma, not our sex appeal, or whatever kind of appeal you're talking about, not what we have to offer is our strength, but the Lord I, I, want, I want that to sink in because I want you to understand, and, I, and I'm beginning to understand, that when we look, we, we talk about the Lord being our strength, and we usually use that phrase when we're on the mountain. You usually hear people say the Lord is my strength, and they got money in the bank. You usually hear people say the Lord is my strength when the anointing is flowing. But what you don't usually hear is the Lord is my strength, and you're under the conditions. The Lord is my strength, and you're sick as a dog. The Lord is my strength, and you have no money in the bank. But the Lord is our strength. And Psalms 46, verse 1 and 2 says this, God is our refuge and strength. And he's, he's not just my strength. He's not just my undergirder, but he is who I run into for safety. <laughs> ah, yes, God. He's who we run to. We have to learn, and, and, and I'm learning that there is a process of elimination. Uh-huh. There's a process of elimination that we cause ourselves to go through in Christendom. When God is telling us he's the one, when God is telling us he's our strength, when God is telling us he's our source, we still got to try mom and dad. We still got to try husband and wife. We still got to try the bank account. We still got to try the job. We still got to try these things. That God said, ah, these are not your strength. These are not your source. I'm your source. God is my refuge. He's who I find security in. He's who I find a hiding place in. He's who I have provision in. He's who I have security in. He is my refuge. He's when I'm hot in the battle. It's when I'm in the heat of the day, when in the midst of the trouble, right there in the midst of the trouble is where I find my refuge in God. Listen, if I'm looking for him, ah, we, 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 we're very guilty of relying 
on ourselves. But listen, in Samuel, first Samuel, second chapter, verse nine, it says, He will keep the feet of his son. Listen, aren't you God? It's not me, it's not you and I that keep ourselves, but God will keep you. My God, I heard our pastor say this often. If you want to be kept, God will keep you. It says right here in first Samuel chapter two, verse nine, God will keep the feet, he'll keep my feet from slipping. He'll put me on a firm and a sure foundation. He gave me sure footedness. This is the difference between a mule and a stallion. Because as long as you drive a stallion, he'll run and run and run and run and run and run right off the end of the cliff. But when you got that mule and you're riding him, when that when when the foundation under him is not secure, he begins to stop. And I don't care how much you whip him, how much you kick him, how much you buck, that mule will not move when he knows the foundation under him is not secure because he's a sure-footed beast. God is enabling us. Uh, that was sometimes afar off, that sometimes alienated, that was sometimes on our way away from God, enemies of the very God of our salvation. But it says he will keep my feet, my God, and the wicked shall be silent. In darkness, when you think they would flourish, where you think it would be the most trouble, God will cause them to be silent. Listen, for by strength shall no man prevail. It's not by might, it's neither by power, but it's by the spirit of the Lord, it's by the strength of the Lord, it's by the enablement of the Lord. My God, everything that we have is by our God. God is my refuge, and my strength. He's my enablement. He's my sufficiency. Listen, a very present help in trouble. Verse 2 in chapter 46 or something. Therefore, because I know that this God, that the God of my salvation, that the God of the hills and the valley, that the God of the mountain, that the God of heaven and earth, that the God almighty is the God that I'm serving. Because I know he's my refuge, because I know that he's my strength, because I know when I'm in trouble, he'll be right there. Therefore, because I know God is on my side, not just in the mountain, not just in the nice, pristine situation, not just when the skies are clear and blue, but when they're cloudy, when they're tumultuous, when, when there's turbulency in the atmosphere, God is still my refuge. God is still my help. God is still my strength. But you're going under. God is my strength. But, but it doesn't look like you're going to see your God is my strength. But it looks like you're not coming out. God is my strength. A very present help in trouble. Therefore, because God is our strength, because God is our refuge, because God is a very present help in trouble, I will not fear. We will not fear. Though the earth be removed, though it's earthquakes in divers places, though the signs of the times are all around, though I see that the coming of Jesus draws near, I don't get discouraged. I look up because I know our redemption draws nigh. Though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, I'm excited in the things of God. Because God is who, he who strengthens. Uh, Psalms 28 says this, 28, 7 says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. Ah, yes, God. He's not only my strength, he's not only my refuge, but he's my shield. He's, he's my protection. He's the shade on my right hand. He is the one that covers us. Uh, you you got to see this thing in the spirit. You got to see it not just in the spirit atmosphere, but in the natural. Because God manifests himself and is manifesting himself even 
through our mortal bodies. That's why it's so important, child of God, that you put, that we put, that we mortify the deeds of our body. Why? That the life of Christ may be made manifest. Where? In our mortal bodies. Christ in us. Did I say that again? Christ in us. Let me me say that again. How do you imagine Jesus? How do you see Christ? How powerful is your God? We we know, and I've said it, and I'll continue to quote it through Scripture, through what is in the written, already written in the Word. It says, and it says this. Listen, Psalm sixty-two. God has spoken once. Twice have I heard this. That power, my God, I don't know what it is about this scripture. This scripture has just been dogging me for the past two months. Twice have I heard it. And that is power, my God, belongs to God. I want to to encourage someone right here because it's someone that really loves God. You love God. You love God, you believe and you know in your heart that God is your source, that God is your strength, but you become disillusioned. You you, you feel disenfranchised. You feel unwanted. You feel insignificant. Man has made you feel as though what you have to offer is not significant, uh, is not value. But I want to tell you, God has value. That's why he put what he put in you. But this is the challenge for you, child of God, because you cannot, you cannot be released from where you are assigned until you fulfill the assignment. Let me let me say that again. You cannot be released from where you are assigned. The church, the ministry, the people that you've been assigned to has been there. But listen, you see a problem. You see a hindrance. You see a block. You you see naysayers. You see gangsayers. You see haters. Uh-huh. Yes. They're blocking, impeding your progress and trying to give out the, I would say, illustration, for a lack of a better word, that what you have is not significant. First, I want to say Satan is a liar. What you have is valuable because God gave it to you. Now, yeah, yeah. But the challenge is right where you are is where you have to fight. Right where you are is where you have to war. Right where you are is where you listen. Don't run. Stand. Mm-hmm. Don't run. Stand. Let me say one more time. Don't run. Stand. It's time to fight because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not carnal, but mighty through God. Now, we can't always look at that and say, okay, it's the devil using that person. Uh, it's the devil using this person. You have to also look inside and because the offense is in you. So now, because the offense is in us, we have to now question, where is our motor? Where is our heart? Where, why, God, does this thing bother me so? So if you're my strength, God, be my strength in my struggle, my God. I'm talking good. I, I don't know if you're getting it, but I'm talking good over here. Be my strength in my struggles. Stop making and using people and situations as an excuse. Your struggle as an excuse for weakness. The devil is a liar. God is your strength, not the condition. If we can only react, if we can only act good when the situation is good, I know I'm talking now. If we can only act victorious when the situation is victorious, listen, we are more conquerors. We, we are more than, we are overcomers. Why? Because God, my God. I wish I could holler in here, but I'm in this apartment complex. And I don't know how to sit in these walls, but I want to holler because it's God is our refuge and strength. The Lord is 
my shield, my heart trust in him. You know, ladies, how it is when you find someone, you find that person that not only protects you, but covers you. My God. Uh-huh. Knows your shortcomings, your, your shortcomings, but covers you. Knows your habits, know your dispositions, but covers you. You know when you find that person that's like that, your heart trusts in him. But I want to tell you, God is your strength. God is your covering. God is your shield. And my heart, your heart, can trust in him. And I'm helped. But I, I don't have, does it make sense? It says here in Psalms 28, 7, it says, and I am helped, my God. Even in my infirmity, you, you're trying to tell me even in the midst of my trouble, even in the midst of my struggle, not only is he my strength, not only is he my refuge, not only is he my shield, but in the midst when I can't see my way, he's my help, my God. It just seems that we're being covered on every side, but not, we're, we're troubled on every side, but not in despair. Cast down, but not destroyed. Listen, always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus. Why? That the life also. Do you want his life manifest in your mortal flesh? Do you want his life to show up? In your life, my God, then you have to understand. We have to understand that trouble is going to come. But I'm here to tell tell you, trouble don't last always, my God. Trouble don't last always, especially when God is our help. And here it is again. Therefore, my goodness, (laughs) my goodness, therefore will I not fear. That's what it says in Psalms 46. Therefore, here comes another therefore. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices. I'm happy. Why? Because I know even when I'm weak, I can't help. Uh, yes, the Bible says, let the weak say I'm strong. Now, you know that song says to give thanks with a grateful heart. And now, let the weak say I am strong. Uh, when I'm poor, let it be say I'm rich. How can you declare you're rich when you don't have two nickels to rub together? Because the Lord is my help. I'm rejoicing because I know I'm just in the trouble. I'm just in the struggle that God may be sanctified the more in my heart. He's sanctifying himself in the trouble. He's sanctifying himself in your heart through the. He's sanctifying himself in your heart through the. He's sanctifying himself in you through the pain, through the disappointment. He's sanctifying himself in you. If you see him as your help, don't look for a way out. Look for a way up. Look for a way up in him. Because in him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices. I'm happy on the inside. Listen, and with my song will I praise him. I I wanted that song to play at the beginning. And I, I, I almost forgot about the narration because I wanted it to actually go right into the chorus. But there's a narration on Exodus 15, verse 1, 2, and 3, and it talks about the Lord being. And it says that the Lord is a man of war, my God. And you know, you find some people, and you, everybody has that one, you know, gangster cousin, that gangster uncle. You know, that, that, that one that always, like, when you know you in real trouble, when you was out in the world, you knew you had some stuff, it was one person you could call, and he had come with the gorillas. Yeah. He was the gang war. He was the gang war uncle. But the Lord, listen, the Lord, I, I don't, I, maybe I need to define that word, Lord, my God. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is my help. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my refuge. The Lord is my shield. The Lord is a very present help in trouble. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices. And with my song,
Do you have a song that you sing that gets you into the presence of God every time you sing it, every time you think of the melody, every time you think of the words? I know for me it's only you are holy. It gets me there every time. Donnie McClurk is only you are every time. It'll get me right in there. Every time, only you are worthy, only you are wonderful. Why? Because there's no one else like you, my God, every time, every time. My goodness, I mean, I even feel the presence of God talking that song to you. Only you are worthy, only you are holy, you are holy. Psalms 118, verse 14, and Exodus 15 says this, The Lord is my strength, there it is again, and song. It's not just a song of praise, but the Lord is my strength. The Lord is the one who makes the melody in my heart. The Lord is the one that gives me the harmony. The Lord is the one that orchestrates and authors the words up in my spirit. He's not just the song of praise that I sing to him. He is my song. And it's become my salvation. What do you mean become? Because he wasn't always my salvation. Uh-huh. I thought I was my own salvation. I thought my bank account was my salvation. But I found out that the Lord, yes, God, the Lord is my salvation. And Exodus continues and says, he is my God, and I will prepare him a habitation. And even on my CD track, it says that he inhabits the praise, the praise of the saints is the place where the Spirit of God delights to dwell. Do you want God to come into your situation? I challenge you. I dare you to lift your hands right where you are. I know you're listening to the radio. I know you're online. I know you're in your car. Pull over to the side and just lift your hands and say, Hallelujah. God, I bless you for being my habitation. I bless you for being my refuge. I bless you for being my strength. I bless you for being my shield. I bless you, God, for being my song. Hallelujah. I bless you, God, because you're worthy. It says, my Father's God, and I will exalt him, my God. We have to understand. I'm, I'm, I'm learning to understand that God is my refuge and strength. He's a man of war When I can't fight When I can't stand When I don't think I can make it When I see trouble When I see defeat When I see things coming up against me I don't have to stand in my own fortitude I can run to God Just as a child Daddy, I need you Daddy, help me Daddy, save me Daddy, fortify me. Daddy, be my shield. Be my refuge. Be my strength. And I feel the spirit of God stand up in me right in the midst. In the book of Daniel, it says, The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the earth. Listen, seeking whose heart is perfect toward him, listen, that he may show himself strong. So if he's looking for whose heart been made perfect toward him, how important do you think it is for us to give God our heart? It says that he's looking for those whose heart has been made perfect. We can't make our own heart perfect for God, who is our refuge and strength. God, who is a battle axe in a time of battle. God, who is our pavilion and shield. God, who is our source and keeper. God, who is our helper. Ah, the Bible says he tries the rain for the hardest, deceitful, and desperately wicked. Who can know it but the Lord? Try of the rain. I can see him riding our hearts like a wild stallion, ah, bringing us under subjection to bend every point of his will. Go left. Go right. Bye, yes. I can see him pulling on the reins now saying, whoa, to some of us. Whoa, turn left. Whoa, slow down. Whoa, stop. Ah, yes. Ah, because he tried the heart. Don't you know that the word ah, is a lie, quick, 
sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, joint and marrow, and is a and is a discerner of the thoughts and intent of the heart. Here's the second challenge. Get into the word of God. Get into the word of God that God may let you see through his word ah, your heart and continue to repent. Repent every day. I repent every day. Sometimes I don't even know what I've done, but I know I done did something. I done thought something. I done said something. I done looked the wrong way. God forgive me because of my heart. God, forgive me because I know your word says there's none purchased, perfect. There's none righteous. There's none holy. Uh, there's none that can say I don't have sin uh, for sinners in our members. Uh, but we thank God because he saved us from sin, saved us from ourselves, quickened us with his spirit, my goodness. In Jeremiah 9, chapter says, Thus saith the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Neither let the mighty man glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches. But let him that glory, glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord, which exercises loving kindness. Thank God for loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, saith the Lord. We're glad that we have a God that exercises loving kindness. Listen, he, he exercises. He strengthens himself in loving kindness. He, he strengthens himself in mercy. He strengthens himself in grace. He strengthens himself in judgment and in righteousness. He strengthens himself out of God. What are you strengthening yourself in? With the Lord being your strength, are you strengthening yourself, encouraging yourself in the Lord, or are you encouraging yourself in disillusionment? Are you encouraging yourself with what you see? Are you encouraging yourself in how you feel about what you see, what you hear? My God. Or are you strengthening, encouraging yourself in the Lord? I find that we have to we have we we have to get our eyes off of situations because what the enemy of our soul will do, and even I and I, 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 I was kind of upset with myself because I sometimes believe that my flesh is in cahoots with the enemy. I, they 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 in cahoots. They they partners. I gotta make sure I keep my body. This is the third challenge. Fast. This is this Thanksgiving and holiday season is coming up. I'm going to challenge you that are listening to this broadcast right here on PKN Network to fast. I'm going to say twice a week. Fast twice a week. And fasting is abstaining from food. I'm not talking about abstaining from TV, abstaining from social media. No, abstaining from eating. And this is the fast that I'm asking, that I'm challenging you with. Now, you might feel led of the Lord to fast a different way, but I'm challenging you. Reverend Aaron is challenging you to fast from eating food two days out of the week. That, that's my challenge for you. And while you're doing it, don't, don't do what you always normally do. Don't go and look at a whole bunch of TV and listen to a whole bunch of mess and all. You know, while you're fasting, Go back to that first challenge. Go back to that second challenge and get into the word. Meditate into the word. Get into the word of God and let the word of God get into you. Listen, Daniel chapter 11, verse 32, the second part of that said, but the people that do know their God shall be strong. Shall be. It didn't say might be. I don't know why I'm feeling Heartbroken like this. But I believe God wants to know you, wants you to know him. Uh, Paul said, I know in whom I believed. Yeah, we, we have a lot of things that believe God. But God says, I want you to get to know me. 
I want you to get to know me. So he gives you a clue. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. And then he gives you the answer. For I am meek. He say, learn how, what I'm going to learn. What, who are you? I am meek and lowly at heart. And you shall find rest to your soul. Stop doing all these spiritual or what we call or so-called spiritual calisthenics, jumping and running around, all this hollering. Get quiet. Here's challenge number four. Get quiet with God and talk to him. I want to give you a sample of a conversation with God. God, ah, yes, God. You've placed us in this ministry. You placed us on PKN Network. You placed us on Blog Talk Radio. God, you've given us a listening audience. God, but what do we need to hear? What do the people need from you, God? I pray that you touch these lips of clay, that you would move Aaron out of the way, God, that you would speak words of life to your people, that you would give them ears to hear his Holy Spirit. Minister to every ear, every soul, every person that's on these airways, God, even as we come broadcasting daily on the PKN network, God. Give your saints, give your children ears to hear. Now, seeking the Lord rebukes you, and the blood of Jesus is against you. Holy Spirit, we give you the preeminence, not just on this line, but on this airway, God. On this call station, God, in the name of Jesus, hide us in your pavilion. Be our refuge, God. Be our strength. Be that present help in trouble. Be our shield and buckler. Be our sword, God. Be hallelujah, our strength. For you are our God and we are your people. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Exploits is just a derived, means just a derived benefit. Benefit of knowing God is being able to move in the exploits of God. The benefit of knowing God is to be bold and daring. The benefit of knowing God is to be strong and productive and to have notable use or to make a heroic implied or leave the implication of a hard-won success in the face of difficulty and opposition. Wait a minute. Let me say those two words again because we often, and I said at the beginning of the broadcast, because sometimes we often miss God because we look for God to be our refuge and strength in the midst of sunshine and delight, in the midst of daisies and, you know, rose-colored grass. We look for God to be that help, that, that strength when our bank accounts are good, when we have the good job, when we have the good car, when we have the good house, and we're saying God is our refuge. God is our strength. But God is saying, in the midst of difficulty and opposition, I'm the same God. I'm still your strength. Listen, Psalm 68 says this in verse 34 and 35. Ascribe ye strength unto God. His excellency is over Israel, and his strength is in the heavens. Oh, God, you are terrible out of the holy places. The God of Israel is he that gives strength and power to his people. Blessed be God, my goodness. It's he that gives strength. We already at challenge number five. I pray that you pray for strength. No more defeat. No more downtrodden. No, no more feeble knee. No more under the condition. No more under the circumstance. No more under the gun. No more behind the eight ball. God is your refuge. God is your strength. Listen, he is he gives strength 
and power to his people. Listen, Romans 5 says, listen, for when we were yet without strength, when we were yet, when we ain't have no strength of our own, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. Aren't you happy about that? I'm so glad about that. In due time, when I didn't have any power, when I didn't have any strength, listen, I still have no power for it in him. Christ in us is the hope of glory. It's his strength. It's his power. My God, that same power tells us in Ephesians that he wrought, that he worked, that he showed forth in Christ. When he raised him from the dead, listen, that same power, I got I to get this, I got to meditate on that some more, that same power when he walked on the water, that same power when he raised lights, that same power, my God, when he opened the blind man's eyes, that same power when he cast out the demon, when that same power, Ah, when he healed the lepers, when he cleared, cleansed the sick, when he cleansed the lepers, that same power, ah, that same power, did I say same power? That same power is what he wrought in Christ. It's the same power that's in you and I, and it causes, it causes the earnest expectation, my God, ah, yeah, that earnest expectation. What God did is like the story where the young boy said, Dad, I found I found a cave full of gold in the park. I said, boy, ain't no daggone cave down there at Fairmount Park. You know, ain't no cave down there got no gold. He said, Pop, I'm telling you, I found a cave with gold. He said, boy, you don't know what gold is. You, you know, that's probably, that's probably fool's gold. That probably ain't no real gold. Not in Fairmount Park. You know how many people them probably went. He said, I'm telling you, Pop, I got gold. I found gold in the cave, a whole lot of it. He said, boy, you ain't boy digging in his pocket and pulled out a 10-pound nugget of gold. He said, oh, boy, you got some gold. You found some gold. And that's what God did with us. My goodness, hallelujah. He said, I'm promising you. I'm I'm feeling you. I'm telling you that you have come and passed from death to life. I'm telling you that you're now born again. I'm telling you now that you are my child and just as a token of where you're going, just as a token of where you're headed, here's the spirit Here's the Holy Ghost. He's just in you, not just as a comforter, not just as a helper, but just as a token, just as an earnest expectation of where you're headed, of what it be like, what it should feel like, what to expect. My God, ah, yes, and he is our expectation. He is our hope. He is our, my God. God, God is everything. I'm telling you, this is some good stuff here. God is our refuge and strength. Listen, this is what Psalms 27 says. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple, for in the time of trouble, my goodness. He didn't say in the time of peace, my We know God is on our side when we're in peace. We know God is on our side when we're in prosperity. But in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. There go that refuge. There go that secret place. There go that hiding place. In the secret place of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. And now uh, shall my hand be lifted up above my enemies round about me. Therefore, will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises unto the Lord. My God, the Lord is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. My God, maybe you're saying, I, I, I hear that. I'm a churchgoer. 
been in church all my life, but you know, God know my heart, and you know, I, I know He loved me and I love Him. But maybe your life is not at the level where we've read today. Maybe you, maybe you're one that, when things are going bad, your actions are bad. When things are going or very troubling, your behavior is very troubling. But you want to in your heart. You want to serve God the way that your heart tells you you can. I want to tell you, child of God. I want to tell you, man of God. I want to tell you, woman of God. You can live a victorious life in Jesus. Won't you come today? For he said, he that comes unto me, I will in no wise cast you out. I will not cast you aside if you come. Come now, let us reason together. Though your sin be as scarlet, it should be white as snow. Though it be red like crimson, I shall make it like lamb's wool. Come now. You have everything to gain and nothing to lose. Nicodemus said, how can I do How can I be born? He said, listen, you must be born again. You you must be born again. For that which is flesh is flesh, and that which is spirit is spirit. We've all been born in the natural, but we have to be born in the spirit. Listen, God wants to make a citizen of heaven, a citizen of the kingdom. He wants to translate you from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Listen, whatever kingdom you were born in, whatever nation you were born in, that is whose citizen you are. That's why I say you must be born again. That your citizenship will no longer be earthly, but that your citizenship would be Heavenly, the kingdom of God. Listen, the Son of God became the Son of Man, that we, the children of men, may become the children of God. I'm going to pray a simple prayer for you that have come. I'm going to ask that you repeat it after me and that you say it and mean it with all your heart. And after our prayer, I'm going to pray for you and then our engineering, broadcasting pastor is going to come. They're going to give you some further information on how to correspond with PKN Network. And then after that, we'll have final words and our benediction. Say, oh, God, be merciful, sinner. Forgive me of my sin. And wash me in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I ask it in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, by your spirit, dwell in my heart and become Lord and master of my life. Thank you, Lord saving my soul. Amen. Let me pray for you. God, I do thank you for every man, every woman, every boy, every girl that have repeated that prayer, whether to rededicate their lives, God, or to accept you as Lord. God, I pray for them in the name of Jesus. God, I'm confident that you will keep them against that day. God, thank you. For we know that you're able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that we're able to ask or even thank God according to your power that works in us. God, even as we read scripture that you are our strength, I pray that you would strengthen my brother, that you would strengthen my sister, that you would move on their behalf like never before. Let them see you in a new light, God. Let them answer the challenges to meditate on your word. In the name of Jesus, to pray more, to fast, God, to get quiet and get alone with you 
in the name of Jesus, God. Amen. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. We're going to bring on our technician and engineer and our um, radio pastor to come on the line and give you some further instructions on how to correspond with PKN Network. God bless you on your new life and your rededication to God. We'll be back shortly. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. We just bless God for the word that has gone forth this evening. And if you gave your life to Christ this evening, we encourage you to find the Bible-believing, teaching, preaching sanctuary where you can grow in the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and heal from the trials and the tribulations of this world. But if for some reason you cannot, bless God. That is why he has Purpose Kingdom Network here for you. Please join us tomorrow evening for another episode of Purpose Kingdom Network. We will begin broadcasting at 9 p.m. with Daughters of Roots and our host, Reverend Maureen Lee. Again, that's Daughters of Roots and our host, Reverend Maureen Lee, will be broadcasting at 9 p.m. right here on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. You can follow us on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and on Google Plus at Purpose Kingdom. We are on Instagram and Twitter at Purpose underscore Kingdom. Please feel free to email any comments, questions, suggestions, or concerns to us directly at PurposeKingdomNet at gmail.com. Again, that's PurposeKingdomNet at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, to pray with you, and to pray for you. Bless God for each and every one of you, our listeners. Reverend Aaron, wonderful word this evening. And um, just for the record, the song that will always take me into the throne of glory is Shekinah Glory's Yes. I just love that song. That's always going to take me to a place of praise. And you have a caller on the line. Okay, bring that caller right in. Come on, we got a caller on the line. Caller, you're on the air. BTW Ministries, God bless you. Okay, good evening. How are you? God bless you, son, and God bless your ministry. I, I thank you so much. Listen, I listened to you last week. I ain't going to talk about last week because you talked about this week, but that was a good message last week about forgiveness. Now, you talked about this week because you were talking to me. Because <laughs> I, I'm telling you, you talking to me because when I went to school today, I went to do my work. I'm going to just tell you, the devil always, when he sees that you're trying to do good and you and you and and he knows that you're getting ready to go somewhere, he, he always comes and says, I'm talking about quitting. Quitting, 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 quitting. I ain't quitting. I'm quitting because I'm tired of it. But you know what? See, God always put some people in your place or in your space where he needs them to be at to help you at the time. And I'm glad that I that I went there. It's not my classes tomorrow, but I did my studies. But he always, if you let the devil get in your head, he can get in your heart. So and you're talking about the devil is a liar, and I know he's a liar because he's been trying to do it for me to me for a while, but I refuse to even give in to him. You know, it happens sometimes like for a split second, but that's all. It don't last all day and it don't last forever because I don't allow it to happen. You talk my God is my refuge because I know that he is and I thank you. If it, if it wasn't for him, I know I wouldn't be going as far as I am in my classes. You know, and I wouldn't be going as far as I am and I wouldn't have come as far as I have if it wasn't for God being my refuge and being my strength. And then I know that I can go to him and I can call on him and I can talk to him just like I'm talking to you because he understands every word I say, every feeling that I have, he gave them all to me. So I just thank God for for you, for you being who you are, for you letting use, I mean, letting God use you like you do. You are such a blessing. I don't talk to you every day, but I pray for my son every single day, every day, because I know that God got something even more for you, even what what you're doing right now. And I know that he got more for you, and I'm looking, I'm anticipating, I'm waiting. So just keep on doing what you just being and be encouraged, baby. Be encouraged. And all those young ladies and young men and ministers that are on this line that has their programs, I want you all to be encouraged, too. You know, because, like I said, the devil is a lie, and he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But when he comes, God, God comes to lift you up. So that's what I'm just looking to. I'm looking to God every single day. And I don't feel like it all the time because sometimes I feel like I'll be talking to God, and he listening to everybody but me. 
I said, God, I'm talking to you. I'm asking you this and asking you that, and you don't never answer me, but you answer everybody except me. Well, who am I? But I'm your child. I already know that, so I know that you got my best interest in heart. So I don't let that last a long time either. <laughs> so I just, like I said, I just wanted to call in this week. Uh, called in last week, but I was too late. So, I mean, the week before last, but I was too late. But I want to just let you know, and everybody know that I love you so much. More like than you, you know. You preach more, more than you know. More than you know. Thank you, darling. Thank you. Thanks for listening to me. Oh, you're welcome, Mom. Love you back. Love you much. I know. That's my mama, y'all. That's my mama, (laughs) y'all. I better act like y'all know. Amen. 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 We we thank God. I'm telling you, we thank God. Thank God for mothers in Zion. Amen. Thank God for mothers in Zion. I'm excited because I'm beginning to understand we are in. Listen, the devil is fighting you 24-7. He's, while you're asleep, he's trying to plot. He, he's trying to plan. Why, why you're not even thinking about his schemes? He's scheming on you, planning, trying to devour you. The Bible says he goes to and fro throughout the earth seeking whom he may devour. So how much it behooves us to be on our P's and Q's when it comes to the things of God. Listen, I'm not telling you you have to pray 24 hours a day, but I do tell you that the words say men are always pray and not give up. If it takes that, if you see that you got up off your knees and there's no difference, if you see that you fasted and there's no difference, if you see you going to church and there's no difference, it's not time to get disillusioned. It's not time to say it's not working. It's time to get intensified. When you know, listen, when the, the difference between a saint and spiritual is that the person who goes to the gym, knows that the gym will make the difference. He, he, he or she knows that the weight will come off if they just do the work. My God, that, that's preaching all by itself. If you do the work, the weight will come off. <laughs> oh, that's a word right there. If you do the work, what work? The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through. If you do the work, if you put the time in, the difference will begin to show up in your spirit, man. And I, let me tell you, whatever man you exercise the most will be the strongest man. That is, whether you exercise unto God, by resisting the devil, resisting temptation, yield not to temptation. Why? For yielding is sin. Each victory will help you, some other to win. Listen, fight manfully onward. Dark passions subdue. Keep looking to Jesus. Why? Because he will carry you through. My God, hallelujah. They go to the gym, and you know you wake up the next day, you can't move your legs, your back hurts, your arms are sore, your eyelids are sore, everything hurts. Guess what? The person who quits at that time will never see the lean muscle form. They'll never see the fat burn off. They'll never see the build up and the tear down. See, there is when everyone that has already lifted and developed and got into the gym and got into shape, knowing, knows that before you begin to build muscle, there is a process of tearing down. There is a process that you got to tear down all that fat. You got to tear down all that other stuff that's on you. You got to eat the same in the spirit. Ah, you got to purge yourself. Nah, maybe I might write that down. That might be that might be next our next broadcast. Our next broadcast is November the twenty seventh, right here on PKN. You know, and if you're in the Philadelphia area and you're looking for a church home, 
you know, the Deliverance Evangelistic Church at 2001 West Lehigh Avenue, where our pastor, Reverend Glenn Spaulding, is our senior pastor. We love to have you. You know, for our men, we have men's fellowship every second Saturday of the month. Our next one is a bring a buddy to breakfast, and that is December the 8th right there at the church. Bring someone. Tell a friend. Tell a neighbor. But we want to see you in the place. Thank God for you. Come on, let's close out in prayer. God, we do thank you for the word that has proceeded out of your mouth. Thank you that it will not return to you void, but it will accomplish what you sent it out to do. Thank you that you're our refuge and our strength. You are our help. I pray that you would strengthen the people of God in Jesus' name. Let the words of our mouths, let the meditations of our heart be acceptable in your sight. O oh Lord, our strength and our redeemer. God bless you. Jesus bless. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Step me wanna see me down, I will not lose. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.